to removing the cake, the place where perfectionists remove our superhero cake and discuss what it's like to wear our various titles, hats, and masks. We can pick them up at the end of the show, but for now, let's all relax. Time to get into the show. Hey, superheroes, welcome back to the show. Thank you for rocking with me again for another week of this ratchet yet righteous, peaceful yet popping off show. You know, I'm from the school of knuck if you buck, but also praise is what I do. I'm bilingual, okay? And shout out to all of my bilingual people out there. And today we're going to start this episode a little bit differently. You know, if you grew up in church, you start service usually with a prayer and then a hymn or praise and worship, depending on when you grow up, grew up in church and how y'all did things. But you started with a song usually. Okay. And we are going to open today with a little bit of a classic hymn by Prophet Webby. Do you know what that means, man? Listen, don't act. It do not act like that's not your jam. Okay, don't act like you ain't recognize the song, like you weren't moving, like you weren't dancing, like I probably didn't just mess some of y'all up at work right now, but it's okay. Um, I don't apologize. I love you. You love me. This is what we do. Okay, listen, that's a classic. And we know this song is about a woman who is independent and webby. defines an independent woman as one who has her own house, car, job, works for her own money. And you know what? Today, I want to talk about both being independent and dependent. Trust me, it all makes sense. Also, I apologize in advance about this little congestion. Work with me, people. It's allergies in Florida. My bad. Okay. Now, Let's start by digging into a story that was in the headlines recently. If you were on social media, I'm sure you saw this within the last couple of weeks all over Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, you know, Snap, wherever, wherever you do your socials these days. Okay. Tabitha Brown is a popular social media influencer who gained notoriety through her various vegan recipes and her motivational videos dubbing her as America's favorite mom. She often speaks to us as if she knows us and with her soft but uplifting tone and she encourages us in a way that only she can do. I started following her a little over two years ago online and fell in love with her content and her family. They are real, give great advice and plenty of laughs. Anyone who follows her knows that she has shared her story several times about her journey to and desire for success in the entertainment industry. She's talked about a plan that she and her husband had when it came to her career in entertainment. They are originally from North Carolina and they agreed to move to uh, L.A. and work there. Um, He would work with the LAPD for five years to provide a stable financial income for the family while she worked towards her dreams in entertainment. 
Now, we've seen her skyrocket within the last year when she joined TikTok and became an instant success. That drastically increased her following and allowed her new opportunities, including sponsorships, acting roles, sidebar. Listen, I was able to order her new season from McCormick and it came in. Listen to me. It smells so good. I can't wait to cook with it. It really, when you open it, because it's a Caribbean style seasoning. So when you open it, you just feel like I need to have a Bahama Mama in my hand or a Mai Tai. And I need to be, you know, somewhere on a boat or on an island just enjoying good food and the beach and hot weather and no clothes on. And, you know, just everything that speaks to Caribbean life. I apologize for those that didn't get it, but I will promise to try. I'm saying it like red like that because I might forget. But uh, when I use it for the first time, I will um, share it here. But also, I'll try to put. I'm gonna put it on social media. So make sure you're following um, both my page at I am Ty Demps as well as removing the cape. Okay. That was a sidebar, but that season smells so good. And I can't wait to put it on like fish, chicken, vegetables, everything. And then, you know, feel like I'm legit. Okay, I'm sorry. That was a whole tangent. Focus, Ty. Okay, back to what we was talking about. So listen. <laughs> so as I was saying, like we've seen her skyrocket in the last year when she joined TikTok and Everything went crazy for her and, you know, it's changed her opportunities, acting roles. She's been shy. You know, it's really changed her career drastically. So last year, they bought a new home and they began to make the steps towards his, towards her husband's retirement. So they felt like it was time because there's so many opportunities and blessings available for them that, um, you know, now it's time for them to make the next step in this plan that they created. The only thing is that they made agreement for five years. It was 15 years now. So 15 years after her husband, Chance, started working for the LAPD, it was time for him to retire and take the next step in his life. She was currently in a place where they were comfortable enough releasing his source of income from the LAPD to allow him to pursue his dreams. I thought it was so amazing and inspiring. I saw the video of her announcement. And then at the end of that video, she included a clip from several years before where she discusses their plan and his dream and her dream and all of that. So to see it all come to fruition, I know it was a blessing for them, but it was a blessing for me to see it. See, I understand a blessing from some for someone else. It simply lights a fire for the dream within me. It's a reminder that those moments when my own passion is running low, that I can do it too. That I don't have to have a moment of being envious or God, why is this happening to them? It's like, okay, thank you for that spark because my God doesn't pick and choose. We are all his favorites. Okay, so if he did it for somebody else, it's just a reminder of what he can do for me. All right, back to Tab and Chance. That's not why we're here. That's not why we're here. 
<laughs> so that vi- that video began making its rounds on social media and with many people having conversations about it and saying things like, you know, a man who doesn't work doesn't need and how that decision would bite tap in the future. I saw this chatter and I was confused because I didn't get any of that when I saw that video or in that beautiful situation. The conversation grew even louder when Wendy Williams brought it up during her Hot Topics segment on her show. Wendy related it to her own history with her ex-husband, Kelvin Hunter. Yes, his name is Kelvin, not Kevin. Okay? All shape, man. All shape, man. Okay. And Wendy advised Tabitha against, you know, retiring her husband and stating that um, Chance would begin to um, resent her the way Kelvin resented her. And that, you know, when his plan didn't work, he would have issues and he would waste money. And it was all around a bad idea. Now, when I saw Wendy's response... Similar to probably Tabitha's mindset or some of Tabitha's thoughts, I realized that Wendy's words had very little to do with Tab and Chance. Wendy snapped for a second. And if you haven't seen this video, please go look. Because Wendy was really not even... She was talking about Tab and Chance, but she wasn't talking about Tab and Chance. Wendy was talking about Wendy. And it became a grant session of her own situation. Tabitha ended up responding. And if you haven't seen it, please do yourself a favor and watch it. She addresses this from a place of one from a place of a woman who's not only defending herself and her marriage, but takes the time to understand and speak to the hurt place that Wendy is in. I'm telling you, this is a legendary clapback and a memorable read, okay? If you are from the South and have ever seen, you know, Southern women be able to tell you to go to hell with a smile and hug you at the same time and pray for you, it's an art. It's an art form. And Tabitha has a doctorate degree in that art form, okay? I aspire to be this great, but I want to pause on something that she said and highlight it really quickly. Um, You know, social media, everyone asks, Sierra, what was the prayer? What was the prayer that you prayed? And in this video, Tabitha kind of reveals to us her prayer. And I was able to identify it and identify with it in my own situation. And what she says to Wendy is that, I pray that someone will love, that you will find someone who will love you enough to see when you are not well, to see you when you need true support, to see you when you need compassion, to see when you need kindness, and to see, um, or to sacrifice their life for you. And I was able to identify with that because the point. I saw in Tab's and Chance situation was the beauty of partnership that requires both independence and dependence. While Tabitha spent years pursuing acting jobs and producing content for social media in an effort to yield results that she is currently receiving, it took years to get there. 
She was focused on her craft and her husband's steady income, which helped build a foundation for them and security. She was dependent on him during that time. But her dependence on him allowed her to build her independence that can be seen right now as her being the you know, breadwinner or the one that makes the most money, but it's not even independence. It's still dependence because as she builds in her career and her craft, if you've been following her for any amount of time, you understand how integrated her husband is into what she does. Now, he may not be on the camera all the time, But she often talks about their conversations and, you know, just how much he supports her. Her independence also requires a level of dependence. See, their story to me is one that highlights what it's like to be like, be both independent and dependent in a relationship. It's also one that I can relate as well, relate to. I talked about it in a previous episode, how COVID changed my income due to me working in the event industry um, at the beginning of the pandemic. And my husband held me down. I would not have survived that kind of change if it wasn't for him. If I was single or if I had to, you know, if I didn't have the ability to become financially dependent on him. I'm not going to act like it was something I wasn't stressed about or I was excited to do at first, but I had to release my desire to be independent and become dependent on my husband. I was always taught to hold my own and the only person I could truly depend on was myself, but that's not a healthy behavior in any kind of relationship, not just romantic ones. But because I was able to be dependent on him during that time, it allowed for me to have a greater level of both independence and dependence in our relationship. Because thankfully, my income has multiplied, (laughs) amen, uh, since the beginning, what it was at the beginning of the pandemic. However, I feel a greater level of dependence on him than I did initially, whether it's emotionally with my dreams, I'm not trying to do things by myself anymore. Whereas that was my thing. Like, okay, this is my thing. I'm just work on my business over here by myself. And I got this new podcast I'm doing. I'm gonna work on this over here by myself and I don't need to run it by anyone. Like, nah, I need to integrate him into those things because if He is the person for me and we are life partners. If we are soulmates, if we are husband and wife meant for each other and I am part of him and he's part of me, he has something that I need. But if I don't integrate him into who I am and what I have, I can't get what he has for me and vice versa. So I have to be open to allow him to pour those things to me in me. And that requires dependence in the midst of my independence. Now, 
I know a lot of people will say sometimes like, oh, when you get married in a relationship, you know, you got to release your independence. Now, some people may turn this off right now and never want to listen again. Or some people may be older and say, listen, I wouldn't recommend that. I don't believe in that. And to that, I say, do what works for you. I am simply sharing my experience and what works in my household. Um, So don't at all ever take what I'm saying about my experience and what I do as law. Okay. I give that disclaimer now because I want anybody typing all fast, trying to send me a DM or email fussing and telling me I don't know nothing, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. We all have different experiences. Okay. That's how I live my life. Everybody has different experiences. Okay. Back to the topic. But listen, what I have, um, what has worked for me and my husband, my husband and I, uh, grammar. Okay. So <laughs> wait, what's worked for my husband and me? Ew. Okay. Sorry. Y'all see how my brain works. How sometimes I'll go on like rants and I'm random and y'all hearing it. But listen, okay. We remove the cape over here. We still superheroes, but we don't have no capes on. So we don't have to be perfect over here. Okay. Okay. Bye. So <laughs> what works for us is that we both in our relationship have a level of independence and dependence because as we help each other achieve our dreams and achieve our goals and push each other and, you know, really help each other, not just achieve, but overcome and just live this thing called life. As we help each other through life, there are ebbs and flows with everything. So everything is not 50-50. There are some areas of life where he carries a little more than I do and some areas where I carry a little more than he does. But if I don't have the core independence to understand how to be independent in any situation, how to carry anything, then it all falls on him. And I can't be a helpmate. I then become a dependent strictly. I am then simply a leech. I am no longer helping him. I am a weight to him because I rely on him to carry it all. So in order for me to bring anything to him, I have to be independent in some capacity. Y'all get what I mean? That that makes sense? Like, there are some things that I should be able to do and create. And then we bring it together and finalize it, make it better, and then move on. This podcast is a perfect example of that. If I said I wanted to do a podcast and all the preparation I expected him to do, all the research I expected him to do, all the technical production I expected him to do. And even then when it came down to recording, I put a mic in his face every time and said, hey, I want to do a podcast, but I want him to talk. And then even the times where he's a guest, I don't say anything or every episode is just him talking. But I said, I want to do the podcast. How does that work? I've now just put it put something extra on him that is a weight instead of hey babe i want to do this podcast like will you 
go over ideas with me. Like, let's brainstorm. What do you think about this? And he throws some things at me or he tweaks it or says, hey, that's great. Hey, maybe think about this. Like, allowing him to partake in it. Now, that's where you have to release a little independence because if I'm so independent to where I can't receive any type of feedback where there's no space for anyone else to contribute, that can be damaging. That can be damaging and ultimately destructive to my dream, myself, my relationship. And this even goes, like I said earlier, it goes beyond even romantic relationships, friendships. We have to have a certain level of dependence on people and being able to trust people with certain parts of ourselves, um, certain areas of ourselves. And it's progressive. It is something that puts you in a space of being vulnerable. I get it. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Like, it is a huge thing that I am constantly learning and working on and retooling. Um, but it makes life better. It makes things easier. The weight doesn't seem as heavy, even though you may be carrying 90% of it, it takes a little bit of the weight off. Because in another situation, you're only carrying 40. Trust. I was about to say trust people with things important to you, but I'm going to back up and say something else first. If you have people around you that you can't, trust in certain areas of your life. They're probably the not not the right people to have. I won't say in your life, but maybe as close to you as they are. Maybe they just need to be distant a little bit. Um, because I believe that having, you know, levels of friends and acquaintances are important, but the closer you get to me, the more I should be able to share the things that are the most important and sacred to me. So if the people closest to you, you feel like won't be able to help or contribute or handle with care your dreams. Because listen, like Erica Badu said, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my ish, okay? <laughs> um, we're all sensitive about what we create, what we think, what we build. Um, you know, we come up with an idea, we share it because we think it's a good idea. So if someone says, I know that ain't it, might be like, that's not it? Okay, let me rethink that. So you're you're not wrong if you feel like, dang, I don't know if I want to hear that feedback, but speaking from someone who has been there and occasionally is there, it's worth it. It's worth it. Um, and even sharing the emotional 
things, your challenges, your experiences, depending on other people helps with the weight a little bit. But the right people, everybody ain't the right person, no matter their title in your life. That's another episode, okay? And speaking of that, listen, I got one coming up soon that is going to shake the table. Okay. Sorry. Back to the subject. But seriously, if you don't have people you can trust with all of you, ask yourself, why are they so close to you? We got to be independent and dependent, y'all. You feel me? And I'll finish on this last thing. Um, In my book, The Book of Branding, I have this quote that says, sometimes we can be so protective of our dreams that we squeeze the life out of them. And it made me think about... um, cartoon from childhood. I can't remember the name of it at the moment, but um, I believe it was Animaniacs where the little girl is, has the puppy and she's squeezing it. She's like, I'm a hugging and protecting him. I love him for my whole life. And the dog is suffering, but she's so excited. She's just squeezing it. And sometimes that's what we do with things that are sacred to us that we hold them so tightly because we're protecting them because we're independent and only we know what's to do with them release that grip a bit i promise there's somebody there somebody out there you can trust with some aspect of it Today's inspirational segment is dedicated to none other than Miss Tabitha Brown. We've spent a lot of time chatting about her today on this episode. So all I will tell you is if you do not follow her, please go follow her on social media. Um, I think her Instagram is I am I am Tabitha Brown. Um, check out her YouTube great recipes. Some of them, you know, very creative. Some of them you might be like, oh, I don't know about that one, but trust me, positive, uplifting content. Um, She's just a great spirit. And I don't need to do a long inspirational segment because I think we talked about that in the show today. You understand why? Well, one of the reasons why I'm inspired by Miss Tabitha Brown. Thank you so much for sharing your light and sunshine with us, Tab. I can't wait to meet you one day, Auntie Tab. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the show and tune in again next week. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Share with a friend or family member and follow us on social media at Removing the Cake. Check out our website at www.removingthecake.com. Whatever superhero cape you have to pick up and wear today, I hope it's a bit lighter and your smile's a little brighter. 
See you next week.